Alright, welcome to the drop-off pod. I'm Nate. Landon will be with us today. He's a little bit too salty from that um, Packers game. Uh, but no, he won't be with us today. Or next week, I don't think. So it'll just be me. Um, follow us on Instagram, at dropoffsports, and at dropoffpod. So, the only thing we're going to talk about today is today's games. Um, it was... Whew, um, we're not going to spend a lot of time on the Chiefs, we will talk about it, but I want to spend the majority of the time on the Packers game, because this is a game that, you know, had the most controversy around it. Um, the Buccaneers, they won 37-26, Tom Brady, 20 for 36, 208 passing yards, 3 touchdowns, and 3 picks. Aaron Rodgers, 33 for 48, 346 yards. Three touchdowns and only one pick, which, you know, you could argue was a flag. But either way, at the end of the day, it was a pick. Um, and, you know, I read off those numbers, right? And you look at the score, 31-26, Bucks win. You'd be really, really disappointed if you're a Packers fan. I mean, very disappointed. I can't believe they lost that game. I can't believe it. And you know what? Packers fans, close your ears, turn this off, whatever. Aaron Rodgers choked. Yes. You heard me. Aaron Rodgers choked. Oh my god. How? How how did he choke? How did he choke? Listen. Why does Aaron Rodgers never get blamed? Brady gets blamed. Mahomes gets blamed. LaFleur gets blamed. The defense gets blamed. The refs get blamed. Somehow, Aaron Rodgers never gets blamed when he really should. Rodgers had everything he needed to win this game. People always say, oh, he had no weapons. He has no weapons. His whole career, they're like, oh, he had no first-round picks. Well, today, or on Sunday, he had the best wide receiver in the league. A great, promising tight end. Aaron Jones. He had Marquez Valdez-Scantling, a good deep threat. A proven deep threat. People say, oh, he doesn't have the defense. His defense finished top 10 this year and forced three turnovers. Three turnovers on Tom Brady. They say... Oh, well, he never got an NFC Championship at home. He had that this year. They say, oh, it was the coach's fault. Listen, that one play call, I don't agree with it. I think they should have gone for it. I don't. But I understand it. You know, they had the two-minute warning. They had three timeouts. Their defense had playing very well. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I understand it. Either way, they wouldn't be in that position... If Aaron would have scored on just one of the three turnovers. Tom Brady had three turnovers. What happened on all three of those turnovers? Three and out. Three and out. Three and out. Three and out on every single one. Negative five yards on the first drive. No yards on the second drive. Two yards on the next drive. Well, what else is there to blame? Who else is there to blame? I mean, Matt LaFleur, according to Landon last week, he was a top five coach. He's what, like 26 and 6 
in his career. That's really good. <laughs> He's not a bad coach. He had all the things he wanted and everything to win, and he choked. The last 15 playoff games, Aaron Rodgers has a 7-8 and eight record. At the, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, after all this controversy, right, Tom Brady finds ways to win those games, and Aaron Rodgers does not. Rodgers gets all the credit for the wins, and no blame for the losses. Aaron Rodgers, listen to this, in the red zone, 2 of 9. 2 of 9 in the red zone, and that's 1 of 7 to Devontae Adams. He missed, according to Next Gen Stats, 4 touchdowns. He could have had 4 more touchdowns. Now, I'm not expecting any quarterback, because it sounds... It sounds different than it really is. Really, he should... There was a couple. The one that he tried to force at Devontae Adams, he had a wide-open guy underneath. Another one. He tried to force another one to Devontae Adams. He could have just ran it, not maybe not to the end zone, but to the one-yard line, and that's a much manageable fourth and goal, right? If you get to the one-yard line at that point, you're going for it. I mean... You're at the 10-yard line, it's fourth and goal. You know, it's a little bit different than if you're at the one-yard line. Like, Matt Fleur is going for that. Aaron Rodgers, he choked. The two possessions after the turnovers, or the three possessions after the turnovers, were key possessions inside the game. It wasn't that last flag. Um, it was, Yeah, it wasn't that last flag that happened. It wasn't the flags before the game that were or were not called. Those two key possessions... And those red zone opportunities the Packers had, those were the plays that decided the game. Those were the plays that decided the game. And Aaron Rodgers did not capitalize. He missed two throws that could have easily been touchdowns, but he tried to force it to Devontae Adams. He then decided to throw across his body instead of running it in, or at least to the one yard line. I already talked about that. Okay. Listen to this. Brady, Tom Brady, has been in the NFC for one season. He's the same amount of cha- NFC championships as Aaron Rodgers does. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers has been there for 17 years. Started probably, we'll just say like, well, I, I don't know what it is exactly, but we'll say it's like 12. Started for 12 years. Maybe even less. 10 years. 10 years. He's been there for 10 years. Brady's been there for one. And they have the same amount of NFC championships. Possibly could have the same amount of Super Bowls. Coming out of the AFC. NFC, obviously. Um, It was... I mean, there was other plays to the side. I'm not putting all the blame on Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying it was only... Like, Kevin King giving up that deep pass. Shouldn't have happened. Um, Aaron Jones fumbled twice. Or was it twice or once? Um... Either way, shouldn't have happened. It was... I'm not putting all the blame on Aaron Rodgers, but if Aaron Rodgers, 2 of 9 in the red zone, if he converts in the red zone on probably 2 more of those passes, if he's just 4 for 9, 4 for 9, they win the game. Like I said before, at the end of the day, at the end of these insane, controversial type of games... Tom Brady comes out on top, and Aaron Rodgers does not, throughout their whole career.
Again, like I said before, Rodgers gets all the credit for the wins. All their wins. Oh my gosh. Aaron Rodgers is the greatest player. On, you know, he's the MVP. He's better than Patrick Mahomes. He's better than everyone else. But when they lose, no one ever blames him. And it's it's crazy to me. I I don't know how much longer Aaron Rodgers is going to play. But if there was any chance of him catching Tom Brady in the GOAT debate, it's gone now. I mean, before this game, people were like, well, if Aaron Rodgers wins in the Super Bowl, he could be the GOAT. Which, I didn't really believe that. But, I mean, some people did. And now, there's it's literally, there's no way. At all. Tom Brady has the, some most insane records of, like, any quarterback ever. He has two, maybe three. Like, if you split his career into three chunks, the, all those three chunks are Hall of Fame careers. If that makes sense. It's, it's insane. <laughs> it's insane. Aaron Rodgers... Yes, he's a great arm talent. He's the best arm talent we've ever seen. Maybe. You know, some people say he is. Some people say he isn't. Some people say, well, Patrick Mahomes could catch him. I think Patrick Mahomes already has caught him. That's just me. You know, it's it's controversial, right? But either way, you no one can say that Rodgers is even close to Brady anymore. And it's not necessarily that... Because, I mean, Rodgers outplayed Brady in this game. Like I said before, 346 yards for Aaron Rodgers, three touchdowns. Tom Brady, 280 yards, three picks. Also three touchdowns, but three picks. Now, Tom Brady, he didn't really play well. He gave Aaron Rodgers every chance to win this game, and Aaron Rodgers didn't capitalize. He just didn't capitalize. I mean, look, Packers had no rush game. They had no rushing game. So, um, like I said before, it's not all on Aaron Rodgers. But Aaron Rodgers, as a quarterback of one of the best teams in the league, as the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers in this situation, how do you not blame him? Time of possession, 34 minutes for the Packers, 25 for the Bucks. That's thirty. That's 10 more minutes that Aaron Rodgers had the ball. The Tom Brady didn't. Again, turnover battle. Three to one. Bucks had three. Green Bay had one. Or not, the, Green Bay had two. Bucks had three. Three interceptions for Tom Brady. One interception. And a fumble for Aaron Rodgers. Or the, the Packers. 19 first downs for the Bucks. 23 for the Packers. They beat them in almost every statistical category except for rushing. Except for rushing. They beat them in almost every single statistical category. How do you do that and you not win the game? Especially with Aaron Rodgers. Like I said in the, the wild card round, the Colts versus the Bills. 
they had the Colts should have won that game. They beat them in every statistical category, every single one. And I said the reason why the Bills won that game is because the Bills had a better quarterback than the Colts. They had a more dynamic quarterback, and the Colts had a quarterback who couldn't really do much, right? He could take two steps back and throw a slant route, right? If the Colts had Josh Allen on that day, they would have won the game. They might be in the Super Bowl right now. And now, I come down here, and it's the same situation. They beat them in every single statistical category, and they lost the game. And they didn't have Phillip Rivers. They had Aaron Rodgers, the MVP of the league. One of the best quarterbacks of all time. Maybe even a top five quarterback of all time. Maybe even a top three quarterback of all time. They beat them in every statistical category. The ones that matter. The turnover battle. All that. And they still lost the game. I, People need to process this. Okay, people need to process and really listen to what I'm saying right now. Because when I say, like if I went out on the top, if I went out on live television and said Aaron Rodgers choked this game, do you know how much hate I would get? I would get so much hate because no one likes to blame Aaron Rodgers. It's never Aaron Rodgers' fault. How is it not Aaron Rodgers' fault when he's a quarterback? Quarterbacks should get the most blame because they're the most important player on the team. You want your quarterback to be your best player on your team. If your quarterback's your best player, you have a good chance of making it to the Super Bowl. When's the last time we saw a bad quarterback win a Super Bowl? Been a very long time. Last time a bad quarterback even made a Super Bowl, probably Chicago versus Indianapolis, I think in 2009 or something like that. With Peyton Manning, I don't even remember the Chicago's quarterback's name, but he had three interceptions in that game, not and one touchdown, and they got blown out. I'm gonna say this again. At the end of the day, Tom Brady wins those games, and Aaron Rodgers does not. Rodgers gets all the credit for the wins, and no blame for the losses. I'm kind of heated about this game because everyone's no one's blaming Rodgers when he deserved. He's the quarterback. He's the quarterback. He was giving multiple opportunities to win the game, and he did not win the game. He couldn't get it done. <sighs> I'm kind of out of breath now. <laughs> wow, I. I, I really do feel bad for Packers fans. And again, it, not all the blame is on Aaron Rodgers, but a lot of it should be. I, I do feel bad for Packers fans, though, because to lose the game in the way they did, it sucks. It sucks. And uh, when there's so many, so much finger pointing, there's so much, because at the end of playoff games, there's usually a lot of finger pointing, unless you just absolutely get destroyed, which is what happened with the Chiefs and Bills. There, no one was finger-pointing anyone. Like, no one was like, oh, Josh Allen, it's his fault you lost the game, or it's, it's the ref's fault, it's the coach's fault, it's the defense's fault. No, because they just got blown out in every every source of the game. They, they just got destroyed. This game, there's a lot of finger-pointing because it was a close 
controversial type of game. Which is what it should be in the playoffs, honestly. Every every playoff game that's a good playoff game is going to have some controversy in it. <sighs> okay. So, we end with the, the Buccaneers-Packers. No matter what, at the end of the day, um, you can't really say it's anyone's fault. Because football is a team sport. It might be the most team sport out of any sport there is. One player can't win you a game. One player can't lose you a game. A ref can't lose you a game. A ref can't win you a game. Because there's so many opportunities inside of a game. Like, if you think about it. If Aaron Rodgers just would have converted on one of those third down opportunities, that last flag that was called on the backers, it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant because the Packers are already winning. Even if Matt LaFleur goes for it on fourth and goal from like the ten, how do we even know if we get it? If they get if they if they score? How do we even know if they score? And like I said before, if Aaron Rodgers or I won't I won't even blame anymore. If the Packers convert on one just one of those one of those uh possessions off the turnover of the three turnovers we're not even talking he doesn't have to make that decision they just run the clock out and they win the game at that point it's really like it's a team game so you could blame a million people for this loss at the end of the day the Packers lost they just got beat the Buccaneers defense particularly played amazing with their two hurt safeties that's another thing. I didn't want to blame anymore because I've already done that. Bucks had their two starting safeties out. Their defensive line particularly played their insane speed off the edge. Um, Devin White. He is, if you're talking about the Super Bowl, he is my X factor for the Bucks. If Devin White can slow down not only their running game, which really, the running game doesn't matter as much anymore. It did when when the Chiefs were playing these close games against people, their running game really did matter. When they were playing these games that were like 14-14 or they they win it like 17-14 like the one against uh the one against Atlanta, I think they won like 21-14 or something like that. It was a really close game. The running game mattered in that game. In this last game, it did not, and I don't know if it will against the Bucks. It could come down to it. If it's a low-scoring game, which no one's really expecting it to be, um, then the running game is going to matter for the Chiefs. We'll talk about that next week more. Um, but Devin White is always an X-factor for me, because he is so fast. He can He's fast enough to guard tight ends, and he's also big enough to guard tight ends. They do this thing where... So, they'll line up three people to one side. They'll put the nickel back over Tyreek Hill. So that puts Travis Kelsey at advantage because he's usually guarded by a linebacker. So if they go trips to one side, they put uh, Travis Kelsey as down right next to the lineman in a three-point stance. That leaves the linebacker on him. And I don't know if there's a linebacker in the National Football League who can guard him. Even in zone. Even in zone. The nickelback is still lined up over Tyreek Hill. And linebacker will be lined up over Travis Kelsey. And again, 
the thing with the Bucks is they like to blitz. They blitz the most out of any team in the National Football League. They blitz the most, and they're the most successful with the blitz. Patrick Mahomes against the blitz is statistically the best quarterback by far against the blitz. By like a million miles against the blitz. I don't have the exact numbers, but he's by far the best I've seen the numbers, I don't remember them, but he's by far the best against the Blitz. Um, so we don't know. The Bucks didn't even Blitz that much against the Packers. They just got really good uh, pressure from Jason Pierre-Paul. And, you know, all, really straight up the middle, with Vita Veev back, he'll be fully healthy for the Chiefs game. He was he played limited snaps against the Packers and Indomitian Sioux. If you are plugging up the middle, that gives your edge rushers a real chance. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, Devin White will be a big factor, and he was a big factor in this game. He played very well, nine tackles, uh, almost nine solo tackles, almost 16 in all. Um, yeah, so that was big. So yeah, at the end of the day, the Packers got beat. You can blame a million different people. You blame Aaron Rodgers. Blame Kevin King. You blame the defense as a whole. Well, you can't really do that because they had three picks. Well, you can blame Kevin King. <laughs> blame Aaron Jones for his fumbles. Blame Matt LaFleur. Blame the refs. Blame the refs. Blame Aaron Rodgers. At the end of the day, they lost 31-26. to And they are now out of the playoffs. And the Buccaneers are going to the Super Bowl. <sighs> Alright. On to this Chiefs game. The Bills and the Chiefs. <clears throat> this game was never close. Um, er, okay, so at the beginning of the game, uh, it was a nine to zero, and at the end of the first quarter, it was a nine to zero. And you know they had a muffed punt and all this. The Chiefs had a muffed punt and all this, and it was nine to zero. Bills were looking good heading into the second quarter. Did anyone really ever think the Chiefs were losing that game? Like, even when the Bills were up 90-0, like, really? From then on, from then on, in the second quarter, Chiefs outscored them 21-3. to In the third quarter, they outscored them 10-3. to Fourth quarter, garbage time, pretty much at this point, the Bills got a touchdown. Or it might have even been, yeah, they got a touchdown. So, Bills were never in this game. Um, you knew throughout the whole game the Chiefs were in control. And Mahomes is absolutely amazing. There were third downs in that second quarter. There were third down plays where he was being sacked. He had one arm and he would sidearm it 20 yards down the field. I mean, it's amazing what he does. It's amazing what he does. And I, I can't even say it enough. People, this all this this whole year, people are like Josh Allen's MVP, or Josh Allen's the second best quarterback in the league. Josh Allen's on Mahomes level. No, he's not. And I've been saying this whole year. Mahomes is on another level than any other quarterback in the league right now. 
and I saw this thing. GMs were saying that Josh Allen is on the same level. Like, they would go through the year, and they would come out with all, all these GMs saying these things about Josh Allen, saying how he was on the same level as Patrick Mahomes, how he's just as good as him. No, he is not, and he proved it. Josh Allen, 287 yards on 48 pass attempts. He uses 50% completion percentage. 50% completion percentage. That's like his rookie year. Everyone is amazed how Josh Allen, his percentage, his completion percentage went up so much. Get to the playoffs, 50% completion percentage. He only had 287 yards on 48 attempts. 287 yards on 48 attempts. He did have 88 rushing yards. Didn't really play that much of a factor. Stephon Diggs actually still played pretty well with 6 receptions, 77 yards. Didn't get a touchdown though. But, I mean, seriously, I don't, I don't even know I'm talking about these stats right now because it doesn't matter. They got destroyed. Patrick Mahomes, 325 yards, 3 touchdowns. Almost 70% completion percentage. With really not a running game. I mean, the Bills, worst rushing team, top, bottom three rushing team in the league, had more rush yards than the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, like I said, 325 yards. Tyreek Hill, 9 receptions, 172 yards. He's insane. Travis Kelsey, 13 receptions, 118 yards. He's also insane. Um, I really don't think those two guys could be doing what they're doing without Pat. I mean, they, they, they'd still be really good players. I don't think they'd have 13 receptions and 118 yards without Patrick Mahomes on the team. Because Patrick Mahomes made some insane, particularly third down plays in the second quarter. Which gave them a chance to get those 21 points in the second quarter. This game was never really in contention. It's like, no one, even when the score was 9-0, to anyone really think the Chiefs were losing this game? After all the history they have, like, comebacks and stuff, like, no, no, no one ever thought it. If you, in the first quarter, after the first quarter, it was 9-0, if you thought the Chiefs were losing this game, if you were like, oh, it's over, or, you know, the Bills have a really good chance at winning this game, then you've never watched a Chiefs game before. They, they almost play better from behind than they do. Ahead. And there's no doubt the Chiefs are the favorites for next week. Everyone, all year, they were like, oh no, they, they, it's always such a close game with the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes hasn't been playing well. Defense was playing well, actually. Patrick Mahomes, the offense hasn't been playing well. They're scoring 14 points a game. Okay. Explain to me how they won a 36 6 run. 36 points to 6 points. 36 6 runs against the hottest team in the league. Everyone was like, oh, the Bills could win a Super Bowl. They're my Super Bowl favorite. They're, they're, they're going to beat the Chiefs. Josh Allen is better than Patrick Mahomes. They're on the same level. Their defense is a little bit better. 
Stefan Diggs is really good. Josh Allen makes insane plays. Where's all that now? This is why I say Patrick Mahomes is on another level than anyone else. Because everyone doubted him all year. <laughs> like, I swear. So he was in the MVP contention. Then they started winning these close games. And people were like, well, you know what? Let's just forget about everything the Chiefs have done in the playoffs in the past. The playoffs, it's a whole different game than the regular season. A whole different game. Stakes are higher. In the, in the regular season, you lose. And, oh, well, we just have next week. You don't get a next week in the playoffs. There is no next week unless you win. And that's where you separate the good players from the great players. And that's right where Patrick Mahomes is. He is a great player because he performs well in the regular season for the most part. And he performs even better, the best, statistically, through his three playoff seasons. Through his four, I guess it's his four playoff runs. He's the best playoff quarterback. He's the best quarterback rating. Most touchdowns, most yards, most completions. He He's on another level. Next year, I honestly, I think we'll be in the same position as we were this year. Next year, I think, you know, they'll be winning some close games. Because they don't really care that much. All they really care about is getting a 1-2 to two seed. They don't really care how they win at all. They'll, they'll slow down in the middle of the season. All they really care about is making the playoffs gain one to two seed. They'll slow down in the middle of the season. They'll take it easy, take it easy, and right as everyone starts to doubt them, thinking they can't win a Super Bowl, boom, here they are. And they blow out the oddest team in the league. Happened this year? Probably happened next year? Happened. Last year, everyone's like, oh my gosh, Lamar Jackson, the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, the best quarterback in the league. Well, what happened? He lost to the Titans. What did the Chiefs do? They blew out every single one they played. I, it's, it's unbelievable. And it, it honestly, it just proves my overall point. That Patrick Mahomes has a chance if he keeps on this same path to beat the GOAT. Kind of sounds crazy now, especially how much I just talked up. Because <laughs> I could tell you all these records that Brady has. He's so many records. Every single record. If Mahomes wins four Super Bowls, I think he's in in that conversation. I'm not saying he will be known as a GOAT, but he's in that conversation just because his arm talent is is the best we've ever seen. Or one of the best. And I think soon people will be like, oh yeah, it's the best we've ever seen. It's he since since coming to the league, his record is something it's something crazy. It's like it's like thirty six and nine or something like that. Thirty six and nine. You only lost was it even it might be thirty six and six. I don't know. It's something insane. It's something insane. He's already made three conference championships. 
and in three years, three conference championships, really should be his third Super Bowl right now. But didn't get the ball in overtime and offsides penalty, blah blah blah. That's all in the past at the end of the day lost the game. This is his second Super Bowl. He's favored to win. I have them winning, but you know, obviously it's the Super Bowl. There's a reason why the Bucks are there. They can obviously win this game. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucks won this game. But I'm taking the Chiefs. Um, I think it's pretty, like everyone's saying, well, you know, the Bucks, yeah, they can win, but I mean, that actually makes the Bucks dangerous. No no one believes in them. I mean, who who really thinks that the Bucks are going to win besides, you know, I bet Landon will come on here and he'll be like, well, after all the things I said about Aaron Rodgers, he'll probably be like, well, I think the Bucks are going to win. Like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. You really... Like, I, I bet he'll say that. There, there'll be no, There's no way. Or, I mean, there is way, but that's... How does anyone... How is anyone, after that last game, against the hottest team in football, how is anyone taking anyone over the Chiefs? Maybe, maybe, maybe if the the 84, was it 84, 85 Bears, something like that, maybe if they come back in the league, that amazing defense, the best defense of all time, maybe if they come back, you know what, maybe they can beat the Chiefs. Maybe they can beat the Chiefs. Maybe the Steel Curtain, the Steelers, from that team, that great defense, like Joe Green and all them, maybe they can beat the Chiefs. But I don't. Just right now, just what we saw. How can you take anyone over the Chiefs? I don't see how you can. <sighs> Alright. Anyway. That's the podcast. So, follow us on Instagram at dropoffpod, at dropoffsports. Uh, we have daily, like, rankings and predictions and, like, hot takes on there. So, follow that on Instagram. I'm Nate. Uh, Landon might be back next week or the week after that. But yeah, peace out.